0: Diversity, bring it. The struggle,
1: we welcome it. Snooze on life? Never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perelli. And this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 134. I'm in the booth with the big three. Michael, the show, Pirelli, emphasize show. Claudio, the voice, Valenzuela, and I am Dave, the body, rocking leather, Peter Pans today if you're on YouTube you can see the Chelsea boots;
0: they have a nice little point in them, but we call them the Peter Pans. If I was looking at, <laughs> if I was looking at your legs under a table at a restaurant, I wouldn't know which gender. <laughs> oh, wow! Right? Look, that, look at look at the knee below. Look, your knee and below yes, looks like true. very. Uh, but was that? Called? Is, I don't know. One. If you're
1: a size 13 Peter Pan as a female, that's kind of large. I don't know. Well, you're a tall woman. <laughs> you're a tall woman. Um. All right. So we've been starting every episode off with some sort of somber news. Please. So, not I care. know. But oh, you unfortunately, really CV feels me on this one. Uh, we just laid to rest uh, the New York Giants. I know this <laughs> I know this episode, really couple, well, um,
0: this episode will come out in a couple weeks ago. Well, the
1: Jets died weeks ago. This episode will come out in a couple weeks, so we'll be closer to uh, the big day, Super Bowl Sunday, probably right around there, actually. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I mean, tough, there, tough road for the Giants,
0: it, man. Is there anything worse to be excited for a big game Getting the family together, <laughs> and getting all the food ready, and, and then it's over before and it's getting started. mopped. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles just
1: pounced. It's good. on us. I went to the I went to the last Eagles Giants game, and yeah. they lost by thirty. Same outcome. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was not very um, optimistic optimistic about this at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's the NFL season. Um, we Great had a food nice, order, by the way. Oh, big big spread, right? Who was that? Catania? Catania's?
0: Yes, but that good. was for that was
1: for Dad's Dude. birthday.
0: Did, you told story in here when you yes. go, went in there and the guys started giving you free pizza. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they posted me on their Instagram and stuff.
1: It was pretty cool. Callie's well-known in there. They were like, oh, free models. Callie. Callie. Uh, but yeah, dad's birthday, always a good time to have uh, you the know, family by, good pizza, good, looks good. He looks good. Um, he does, right? Looks good. Uh, it, it's weird. I feel like he's looked the same for a very long time now yeah but i does. feel like, i feel that way about your parents too like yeah, you do are like stuck in time it's like they don't age mm-hmm. for a while and yeah. then eventually unfortunately they age yeah then it's like a quick yes yeah yeah right well they're gonna be pumped to hear that if, <laughs> if they listen right, they, they haven't aged yet that. though so there you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> um listen i'm not a huge cb the camera on me yeah wh- wow Yo, listen i'm hard. not a huge let's crack it on on uh get you the sound here So, if you're on the tube, I am holding Tropical Punch Prime energy drink. This is something that I'm really not that into in general. Energy drinks. You want to try? Give me a little pour. All right.
0: Oh, Jesus. Yeah, there you go.
1: So, this is Logan Paul's energy drink. It's got 10 calories in it, right? The taste of it is very good. I am a fan of like the competitors in Red Bull and the sugar free Red Bulls and stuff, but I actually like what's going into this. You got potassium, <laughs> vitamin B6, vitamin B12, magnesium. There's 200 Miggies. Of caffeine, which is big, compare that to a coffee, which is about
0: like eighty to one hundred and ten <laughs> miggies. miggies. <laughs> um, zero gotta, sugar. We have to put see if TV can get into this. We gotta put the the uh, translation at the bottom when you say shit. Miggies, zero, miggies, zero sugar, which is dope.
1: Three hundred miggies of electrolytes. Okay, a lot of right. miggies. And if you're soft and you're a vegan, it's vegan. What? I mean, <laughs> so that listen. is a
0: big, that's a big uh, demographic of our fan base. Right? Oh, vegan? No, there's yeah. no, no snooze. I went vegan for here. two weeks. We caught a lot of uh, followers because of that. No, but, but honestly, man, I don't know. I've been,
1: CV was in a meeting with me yesterday and the first thing I did was crack it. I'm like, yo, oh, you got to try it, man. Very good. What do you think?
0: I, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's very good. I, I'm You know me, big energy drink, big, uh, just caffeine guy all around. Yeah. I had a good meeting too with a, a caffeine distributor. Wow. I'll talk about and building relationships. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I like that. Pretty cool.
1: Um, yeah, so we had a, a very long, lengthy conversation mm-hmm. off air um, just in regards to some business stuff with no snooze, which is great. So we're going to try to push this episode along a little bit. So, so um, listen
0: on two times the speed so you can keep <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, right? Dana does that. Um, what's going on in, in, in your world, though? Oh, man, struggling. It's been uh, a long couple of weeks. We're Dan and I working through the kids not sleeping. Finally, you know, one day on, one day off. Juliana's been good, but you know, two thirty feedings, and um, you know, I worked out at like four a.m. one day because I was up for an hour. So, the real estate world is waking up, though. That's been good. That's been, uh, you know, when you're trying to find your your equilibrium again. Mm -hmm. I'm there. I'm like, I'm trying to find the the momentum. I'm trying to find the the routines again i'm just trying to find everything there's some pieces that have stayed consistent you know trying to get the workouts when i can um the dieting uh but just all the variables that go into it it's it's, i'm not in a flow state yet but it's it's been a grind the last couple weeks i've had a lot of fun meetings with potential brands for uh within greenwich which has been fun the uh the donut (laughs) greenwich needs a donut shop um whole marketing campaign has been a, a booming hit and i've suffered on the waistline so that's been fun um <laughs>
1: well, it's well, been why fun. not duck donuts though did we talk about
0: that we stuck to three fairfield county spots um uh, because it just easier people kind of attention span it works in threes well we're mm-hmm. finding we did a six series for burgers and Bentley, bentleys and it seemed long like three seemed yeah. right um so it just made sense to knock out three that were in is there a goal of bringing like is, is the
1: ultimate goal to have a donut shop in Greenwich.
0: Yes. So the goal is like we're going to, the next iterations of pop-up. Mm-hmm. So I, we were on a conference call with grounds donuts. So breaking news here. I didn't even disclose this on any of the brands because I want it to be a surprise, but good guy, um, him and his wife run the shop in Danbury. They have a donut truck. I'm trying to do more events this year that are community focused and are between Tell Mike's and Mike Perley Grant's real estate brands. So we're trying to shoot for April for that. We were going to do a food truck festival called What the Truck for the locals, but the town closed it on us and COVID. So we're trying wow. to do just one truck and have them down and uh, do a little pop up. So that's one piece. Uh, so pop ups and collabs are going to be really big for the the food brand and then also the real estate brand. So I'm I'm in, a lot of stuff is in the works it's hard to get anything done in the real estate world or even in Greenwich in general between probably Thanksgiving and January 15th. So now everything's starting to wake up again. So that's why I'm saying like I'm getting my footing again. Gotcha. Because the pace is starting to, you know, the amount of phone calls are starting to roll in, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, I've been struggling mentally a lot more than I have in the past as far as negativity. I, we had the in-laws over. Well, not the in-laws, the, um, my sister-in-law brother bill you know the crew you know the crew. the crew and we might have scared uh chris and kelsey a little bit they have no kids and basically me and dana had a couple of drinks and we're on our vent sesh <laughs> and i was like you guys are effing crazy if you plan on having any anytime soon because kiss your life away you have no life like <laughs> i was now looking back that's something i got to work on i've been a little too negative and projecting to people, when I ultimately, people don't care. Yeah, uh, you know what's weird about that, though, for me. What
1: I genuinely, and I know a lot of people disagree with this. I genuinely enjoy the chaos of being a dad. Like it's I, not that I don't enjoy it, but
0: don't you, you never think to yourself like it was so much easier?
1: Well, not that I don't get impatient because I definitely I, my my it's patience should word. definitely increase, and it has over time, right? But I really. It might be my thought process. So when Callie's crying and she throws up in the sheets just like she did last night and I'm too late to get there, but it's not only through the sheets. It's literally through the mattress pad. Everything stinks. It's the middle of the night. I used to like flip out right now. I'm just like, well, the goal is to get Callie back to normal as quick as possible and show her that she can overcome this moment because she's crying hysterically. And now my goal is that. Yeah. Right. So it shifted everything for me because I'm like, well, it's really not about me. Yeah. It sucks. I lost a couple you know, but at the, at the end of the the day, what's really wrong? Like I just need to take the sheets, start a new load of laundry, dry what I can. It's still going to stink. Unfortunately for the night, put new sheets on and I have a whole new perspective on it. And I kind of just go through those motions and those motions as a dad. And I'm sure a mom obviously happen all the time. But I think we allow ourselves to lose control in the
0: moment instead of being like, F it. It's really not that big of a deal. So on that note, the first couple times is fine. But when there was like a chain of four <laughs> or five things yeah. in a row, that's when the patient gets thin, the whining sets in and then it gives you a headache. Okay. That so bad. Right there. Is right.
1: it the worst? The whining is the worst. I thought it was only because they're so
0: talented. smart now. <laughs> but the whining of a two year old is It's piercing. Yeah. And it's constant. Same thing. Yes. Over, yes. over. I want this. I want this. I want this. You can't have that. I want this. I want that. And then eventually you just snap. <laughs> yeah. So I, I shook Callie by the shoulders the other day. I'm like, Yeah. And she was like, <gasps> Yeah, when you scream and they get scared, you get so, like, you feel yeah. so bad. But what's. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's,
1: I feel like it's ter-
0: bad. My is terrible. 32 is right now. I'm terrible 32. <laughs> um so like it's been just a saga I joke around. and I'm like you you haven't seen the movie but in paranormal activity it's I have not. Basically that new? shots <laughs> it's it's a there's paranormal activity it's in this house. It's a scary movie. It's very scary. When it first I came out, I've
1: seen it, I think. Things move on its own Yeah, it's all like- shot
0: with like security cameras. Exactly. The first one, though, was the first one everyone like it was hard to watch. It was jumpy, done very well. Cheap to make, too, by the way. They made a fortune on it. Wow. So I joke with Dana and I'm like, I feel like our house is like paranormal activity where we're terrified of nighttime. Mm -hmm. And then it just cuts to a scene at like 3 a.m. and there's kids screaming, running around the house, moving, sliding across the floor. Yeah, (laughs) I was joking, too. I was like, I hope a demon comes into this house because i am be like, you're taking the night shift. I'm going back to sleep. Go possess the kids. so I can get some sleep. Um, How did you
1: know that? That's what I
0: looked at. Because i you know me well. I catch it. So Mike,
1: Mike had his hood on. Yeah. And there was one I episode where he had his hood and he it was tied up and he said something so good. Dude, I'm cold. But it was such a serious thing that he said. But I'm like I can't post that on Instagram. Like look
0: at him. He has a he has his hoodie tied. I am Mike. a model for the show. <laughs> <laughs> the show. I'm the talent. Remember, we Mike the model about Pirelli. Um, but the thing that. This guy, Daily Stoic, Ryan Holiday. If you haven't watched, he puts out like he does a daily email, but he puts out a video. I've been trying to start my day with one of his videos every day. I like it. That's my new thing. It's good because the motivation stuff's great. But now, right now, I'm struggling with the mental like positivity, and I hate getting. I don't know about you. Going into your day negative kills me. Like if I'm in but a bad a choice, mood, though. out of the I know it's Do you a choice. Believe that uh, sometimes. Sometimes you know, it's a circumstance.
1: Yes. But that's temporary, right?
0: 100%. It's not what happens. It's how we react to it. All (laughs) all that shit. But this Ryan Holiday guy, his book that I read called The Obstacles of the Way was very transformative for me in my real estate career. I used to get anxiety about a call coming in and a problem. Where now, I'm like, I'm just getting reps at the plate. Right? I'm like, I'm just getting my reps in. Mm -hmm. Someone calls me, I'm like, I'll be able to figure it out. Just like, I'll call you back. Let me figure it out. Let me talk to some people. So, like, that book, The Obstacle of the Way, was a big thing and really changed how I looked at everything. I haven't been able to apply that in my home life as much, which I'm trying to do. And one thing he said yesterday, which really hit home, was, like, next time you're going to lose your shit, like, laugh and say, well, this is an adventure. And I was, like, interesting. Like, instead of losing it, when you feel like you're losing it, just, like, involuntarily laugh. But huh. Well, I guess another venture. Yeah. You can be sarcastic, but he's like, just voice that it's just another thing that's going on. Right? He's like, don't. If you get mad, it doesn't? There's no benefit. There's no benefit when you get mad. But if you can ma- manage it, then that adds to your ability to manage the chaos. So, all in theory, easy to do, hard to practice. I feel like. Maybe this is tough to say. This has been the hardest couple months in my life, as far as mentally taxing sure. and draining, and trying to keep it together. And then you throw in lack of sleep, which throws your emotions way out of whack. It's been mentally, I thought I was a lot stronger than I am, but I'm I'm feeling like I'm making progress towards becoming a little more. Um, yeah, it's just you're getting stress tests constantly. You're you're boy. I agree with you 100. percent You know what I'm saying? And yes. And that's uh, with absolutely. like any any big thing that's going on. And you feel like, man, like this is the hardest it's ever been to just stay positive. Feels like it's a step that you're gonna get past, and in the future, when this happens to the same extent, you'll be able to manage it. Right, your boy um, Hormosi. Right, I love how you say his name too, Hormosi. Hormosi. I think it's Hormosi. Hormosi. Yeah, a <laughs> Herm. You you emphasize stuff like a DJ jockey. A-Herm. And on Gemini
1: 95, there's Hormosi. <laughs> but so he yeah he put up some sort of clip. And I like his stuff. I think he's very extra with the animation and the hands and all that. But we are, too, I guess. What? <laughs> I guess. But As I, you're saying I, it. You're I, like, no, well, I was doing it on purpose. But uh, I think he's even next, next level compared to me. But um, he put up a clip, something of like, if you're tired – well, you could have two things. It was like take a nap or work out to get more energy. I'm like, you don't have kids.
0: Yes. <laughs> right? Like, I, I love them to dad. I never wanted like, to be that person. But it's no, was no. like when, you don't when know. it comes
1: to no sleep. Yeah. Unless you're clinically depressed and like you have extreme anxiety and you have a sleeping disorder, maybe you feel it. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it, I think having kids and waking up in the middle of the night feels like. And when you string three, four five nights together of no sleep, you feel like you're hallucinating throughout the day. I know all parents can agree to that. But when he puts a clip up like that yeah. and
0: he doesn't have kids in my head, I was like, yeah, he doesn't have kids. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I go back and forth on that. I agree to some extent, but then I'm like, maybe he just I don't know. I agree. I, I know for me, when I listen to people and they give me an example with kids, it helps me more because Adults. I can relate more. Cats. Ready, no, no, like, uh, the, again, Ryan Holiday mm-hmm. talks about how he starts his day and he takes his kid for a nice long walk. Yes. Because he's like, if they're going to be up, we're going. We're going. You're with dad. Yep. So I'm like, oh, that's like, you don't bend to them. You're like, well, if you're getting up, you're coming with me. That's nice. You know? I and like my that. god, That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that is good. Um, um, but it's been rough. It's been a rough couple weeks. Shout out Dana. She's been crushing Shana. it. You know?
1: Crushing picking it. Picking like up a, a slack. Crushing these Miggies right here on this caffeine.
0: What we're figuring out and I think it it relates back to the previous conversation of like focus, is that instead of both of us at 50% trying to manage the two, just have one take all the bullets and one nap and then switch. Until the other one just wears out? 100%. Because it's like if you're both at 50, you're both dropping at the same rate, and then you both get to zero at the same time. Versus if one's at 50, one's at 100 or 50, (laughs) one wick And I'm like, Maybe that's the way to do it Maybe you just gotta take the bullets And just keep Because we have been Dana lost her shit one night I don't know if I should say it on here yeah. Screamed at Lady. Don't tell us what I woke about. up I was like You know when you <laughs> yeah, like Saw yeah. something broke in the house And everything yeah. And then Juliana's screaming She's freaking out I was so nervous The next night I did it And woke up the baby So it was funny seeing how like You should have just taken Petey And gone and slept in the car Petey is terrified, dude. <laughs> Petey stays in bed under the covers. He's like, "What is going what on?" Is going on he thinks
1: we're all possessed. You're right? Life used to be easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, this uh, this energy drink. is. You're really, I'm really telling, pushing I, it. i, I'm, I mean, he's probably I'm not a Deal that we don't know about. But with so this is the other thing though about this. I've never had an energy drink that. I mean, how many minutes have we been recording, CB? Twenty, maybe twenty. Eighteen. What? Eight. Twenty minutes. I'm feeling it already. It hits. It's a lot that's of synthetic stuff though. Uh, maybe. Well, How many and, is it? Listen, stick to it's 200, but okay. anyway, Oh, that's pretty stick good. Stick to the natural stuff. CV, let them know where you get this protein at. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code. No 30. Again, that's no snooze 30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. All right. So, today we're talking about how to build meaningful relationships. Mike, don't get nervous. We're not talking about intimate personal relationships here, all right? Thank so, you God. can you can relax. We're talking about uh, just relationships as a whole, professional relationships in, in business, uh, friendships. Statistically, the big statistic, I read this fact, and it rung super true to me. Besides your core group of friends, maybe there's one, two, or three of them that you kind of grow up with forever. We tend to lose the majority of our relationships from childhood, high school, and college by the age of 25, because all things begin to change. Marriage happens. Some distance happens. You're maybe 10, 12 years out of college at that point. Um, You've kind of lost touch with your high school friends. Some people moved away. There's so many circumstances, different jobs. So when I was reading that, I was like, wow, for me, at the age of 25, that's kind of, I had got married at 24, right? So by 25, that's kind of when I saw a shift for sure. For you, do, do you kind of ring true to that?
0: Yeah, I, I've never been a great person that keeps in contact with people that like I went to school with. Mm-hmm. Or I like to, but I'm just not very good at that. I think a factor of it is that I'm constantly trying to keep in touch with people for business locally. Yep. You know, where yes. it like takes a lot of the the volume from me. Right. Um but yeah, I, I personally had didn't always have a lot of close friends. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of people like I would hang out with, but not like right, people a, like right, you know, like on our level. Yes. You know, exactly. I don't I didn't have a lot. And maybe it was because I was being dragged around with my brother growing up. Yeah. So a lot of not many centers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a lot of averages. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm come from the school of thought of like I don't get sad about that. There's a lot of people who get super sad about it. Yeah. I come from school of thought of like, wow, that was a really great friendship. I enjoyed them in that like that portion of my life. Right. And when I see them again, it's fun to reminisce on that portion. Yes. And it's okay if we don't have a lot in common now. Yep. Does that make sense? Yes,
1: absolutely. But if you do, that's a bonus. Yep. I think the the ultimate goal in any relationship and this is what you're not going to hear on the podcast today is, you know, you have to build trust. You got to have good communication. You got to respect each other. Right? But like how do you get there? I th- is is what I'm looking to discuss in terms of like just qualities and things that you might
0: not hear all the time. Yeah. Right? I I think a lot of it and you guys are going to get annoyed by this answer is it happens organically, you know, like if someone wants to connect with you and like wants to make time to go out to lunch or call or whatever, like it'll happen. I'm not saying it. it's a sign if it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. There are like close friendships, like we're super busy, but when we link up, it's yes. like it never stopped. Luckily we have the show mm-hmm. because that this gives us a, a good reason. I probably to know more up. about
1: you than I know about anybody else in my life. 100%, which is a scary <laughs> thought. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, And that's why you're so critical of me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, So like, I think it organically happens. I think if you like the person and you jive with them, you naturally want for them to be successful. So you yep. naturally add some type of value and help mm-hmm. um, or at least just like, like to listen to what they have going on because you want to be able to either just be a person to bounce ideas off of yep. or you're just interested in it. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think you said, uh, you said something that's a very simple word, but you said people have to make, with a T, Effort. time. <laughs> i'm dead with a t effort there's um, a T team effort <laughs> yes you didn't but say no, where. but besides the effort you know I, I think time is is literally the the probably the most important thing to build a relationship over time because you have to choose yeah. one another right and i think good relationships and meaningful relationships definitely take
0: time to develop so one of my big epiphanies in life is that not all time is created equally Ooh, yes okay yes you could spend a lot of time yep. reading a book, mm. but if you're distracted in other forms, no is it really that valuable? Yep. So like with my family, I know sometimes, yeah, it's great you have four hours with them, but if I'm working like on my computer while I'm sitting with them, is it really four hours? Right. right? That's very good. So then, which makes me think like if you're spending time with friends, yeah, it's cool to hang out, but yep. like say you go and have a cigar together while eating lunch, like it's a little better time than just- you know, talking on the phone. Yes. Right? Yes. So not all time's created equally. And if you can make time more valuable with your relationships with people, I find it's a lot more beneficial, even if it's less often. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason I hate networking events is you get a very base intro to a lot of people versus when we go have lunch, I know you way better Yes. through a 30-minute convo than a 10-minute roundabout I'm sir. looking around who's talking. Yeah, there's another guy. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so I know you're going to
1: jump in on a a specific example with this. We were talking about it off, off air, if you can remember, but this is full transparency. I think this is where I went wrong in a lot of my relationships, um, even, even in business. And I guess the concept is only offering advice if it's requested, right? I feel like if you've been through something that somebody else is going through, then you're probably qualified to provide some level of advice. But the reality is what I've seen personally is not everybody wants to hear your advice. And the way to combat that is to actually ask questions, right? So I've been now, instead of giving advice, I try to allow people to work through their own stuff and come up with their own, um, I guess, I don't know, solution to the problem that they're having if I haven't been in that situation. Now, there are plenty of times that my personal relationships, they ask me for advice. Of course, then you provide the advice. But I think to build a very meaningful relationship and something that can sustain over time is you don't want to be that guy that like, oh, I'm going to tell you a story and you're just going to give me advice on the story, right? Um, what was the example? weakness of mine. What was the example that
0: you uh, were talking about? Uh, I was about? talking about negotiating. Yes. So like a lot of times- which I didn't understand early on in my career, when you want to get to a certain point right off the bat, it's not beneficial to provide a solution. It's more beneficial to collect data yes. and then figure out, you know, can they get to the answer on their own based on what they're saying themselves? Mm-hmm. Because if it's their idea, then they are way more invested in it versus my idea presenting it to them. You know what I mean? Yes. Or even if it's their idea and you tweak it, it makes it more valuable. Right. Um, which I think translates to a lot of things. A weakness of mine, which you just alluded to, is I get excited with people and like, oh, I have a story that's like similar. And then you like interject (laughs) your story. But like personally, I'm actually more interested in hearing more about what they have going on in the next part of it versus interjecting my story. It's just a habit. Yes. Because you realize that you can connect with them on a certain level. So you want to interject your story. But in reality, it's probably better just to ask the next question. You know what I mean? Yes. And it could be a result of too many Miggies. I called myself yesterday in a meeting and like the contact I was talking to a really good guy, way more interesting than me, like older gentleman, Um, We're going to do some stuff together for tell Mike's in, in Greenwich. Um, there's more details coming out about that, but we were having lunch and he was telling me his life story and I got distracted and mentioned like something random and it totally took us off the trajectory. I'm like, wait, what were you saying? I want to hear about this. Yeah. He's like, I forgot. And I'm like, Fuck. Oh yeah. That- and I wanted to smack myself. So that's a weakness I see that – I wouldn't say I'm a bad listener, but I think I get too excited and too talkative in a lot of scenarios because I'm a little still self-narcissistic that I think I'm a little more interesting than I am.
1: Than you are. Well said. I think to that same point, and ironically, <laughs> giving it advice on my own weakness here too, just like Mike. <laughs> this is um, like uh, – And this one's going to ring true to, to CV over there because I had to tell him before. Oh, shit. Do not interrupt people when it's a serious conversation. You and I are terrible because we have a podcast. <laughs> so, so we interrupt we interrupt one another all the time. but when the circumstance is really you know serious and, and you're trying to build something meaningful, you can't interrupt because when you interrupt what I find is even though my intentions in that moment might be like not a bad intention, you come off with an extreme lack of disrespect. You come off very unempathetic because you're so quick, and I'm speaking on myself, so quick to begin to articulate your own form of response versus taking time to fully listen to what's being said by somebody else. I think men in general have this problem, uh, but I'm certainly guilty of this.
0: Yeah. Right? It's funny to say on a podcast, but I'm really trying to talk less. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's funny to say. But the reality is, and I, I mentioned a bunch of times, <clears throat> when you talk all the time, your words have less meaning. Mm-hmm. So- Especially in a professional setting, if you can be more succinct, succinct, succinct—I don't know how to spell that—and um, to the point, then your 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 points hit harder. Yes, and I think it works in the personal life as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying to sit back, and part of the reason I love being around outgoing people that talk a lot and like like attention is so I can take my foot off the brake and just like listen and just like enjoy the entertainment. Because sometimes, especially what we do professionally, I feel like the entertainment. I'm worried that people aren't going to have a good time when we go see properties. I'm chatting them up. We got. I enjoy it. I enjoy the the banter. Mm-hmm. Where do you like to eat? What's your favorite food? Yeah. Doesn't that? But sometimes it's nice to see someone else doing it and just like sitting back and watching and like being having time to kind of watch the game yeah. and watch the film mm-hmm. versus being in the game. Versus being in. Yeah, it's a tough thing to do. That's hard. Super. Um,
1: something that I find myself working on, especially at, especially at work, and it plays into what you're saying, is is the concept of clarity, though, and especially the position that I'm in. I find that I need to be extremely concise and clear with the direction that I want, and I think this ultimately builds meaningful relationships because of you, a relationship. You mean what? Like a direction of a relationship? No, not a direct. Well, a direction of a relationship is one thing, but I'm saying like even in the workplace, if there's a vision that I have casted, I need to clearly state that vision. Right. And vice versa. Like I, if somebody is telling me a vision of theirs, it needs to be clear because a lot of times we frustrate ourselves, which is what I find at work with with things that you can really limit this type of uh, interaction, like a simple email that basically says, hey, listen, this deadline, TV and I were speaking about this yesterday. This deadline is due January 11th. Right. And I have to get it to the printer by January 13th. So I need a day to review it versus being like, this, here's a deadline of January 11th. Now you leave it open for people's interpretation of, of how hard that deadline really is yeah. because you have some people on a staff or in a professional environment that might not be as gun ho on the deadline if you're not clear with your direction. It's right? it
0: communication. Yeah. It,
1: it is communication, but it's, a, uh, it's definitely something that I'm working on. So anytime I even type an email or I speak to somebody, I take time prior to the words coming
0: out of my mouth to really try to articulate what it is that I want. Uh, Something again, I had a couple meetings recently and caught myself doing it. I think when you first meet someone, you get, you can tend to be overexcited and want to tell them your life story. I think the goal is to get them interested for the second date. It's just like dating. You don't want to tell them everything. You don't want to, you want to give them a reason to pique their interest and talk to you again. And if they don't follow up in the future, You know, it doesn't matter, you know, just because you spit out a million ideas in your first meeting doesn't mean there's a better chance you're going to go with the idea. The reality Mm -hmm. is you're going to have to meet, work with each other for five, six times. And then when it's the right time, interject the things that you think are pertinent to the situation. And sometimes a nice little surprise goes a long way. Like, oh, I didn't know you were doing that too. Like, so kind of slow rolling the relationship and not overwhelming the other party. Sometimes when you try to like. I've found it with a lot of things, but overcommit them mm-hmm. with time and just the um, the energy it takes to be a friend of yours or, yes. a, you know, you seem like needy. People are like, oh, I don't have time for this shit. Like, I don't want to <laughs> have to try to make your dreams come true. Yeah. You yeah. Know?
1: That's, a, that's a very good one. Uh, the, the term needy. You scare them away. Def- definitely rings true because I, I have a couple friends that, you know, I, I, I've recently had conversations with and I'm trying to think about what the concept is that I'm not like too happy with I guess and it's uh investments versus deposits. I feel like people are too needy these days and they deposit all of their negativity into your bank, right? To try to pull something from you and instead what we should be doing is investing in one another, right? Of course there's a time and a place to talk about, you know, the negative things that are going on in your life. But if you're a friend that is constantly depositing your negativity and your nonsense into somebody else. That's just unfortunately in this time in my life right now, I don't really have the the time or mental capacity to want to deal with that. Yeah. You know, and and I love being an outlet for people, but you know, even, even me, I find myself at times putting my negativity onto somebody else. So, and it's not a good thing,
0: but I think, The magic of a good relationship is that at at different points in the relationship, one person needs to be the the listener more than the other. Yes. And it changes. Like, when stuff's going well, like, you even more so need to reach out to the friends where it's not going well. Mm -hmm. Just be like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Yep. Even the simple question, are you okay, sparks all this conversation that, again, if you don't offer a solution, which I'm learning... Dana taught me, because I was the type who wanted to give the, the I'm like, then do this, versus just listening. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the times, people just want to know that you're, you're hearing them, and someone's listening to them. Right. You know, no matter if you give them a solution or not. So, like, I'm finding personally, there's some times where I'm like, I don't have an ear to give, because I'm going through a lot right now, mm-hmm. and I'm emotionally just have a lot going on, and I can't add your stuff to it, but like, in a week... When like we'll catch up next week and like bring your negativity to me next week no but like you know like the people that are going through some stuff and it's not a week of going it's a long time like it takes a while so there was i recently there's been a lot of examples where like it's been heavy stuff and i've been able to kind of um internalize it feel it be empathetic but then there's a couple weeks where i'm like i can't return the calls because like i'm gonna lose my mind Mm -hmm. right yes so knowing when you're at your breaking point and Mm -hmm. not then putting a friend or someone in a position to then snap on them or, like, add it or to your place to lose your shit. Let me ask you
1: this, though. Do you – are you transparent with that?
0: 100%. Yeah? Like, I've got a lot going on. I'll call you next week. Or, like, let me catch up with you. Like, we'll do some – like, every – I'm not great about the follow-up on the end of it, but I'm 100% sincere in the actual intent of it. Do
1: you ask if it's, if it's urgent? Maybe you wouldn't use the word urgent. Like, you wouldn't use nourish, but – You know, would would you say to somebody like, if I call you and
0: I'm like, "Yo, Mike," yeah, I need to make time. There's different circumstances. Like, you make time for like that stuff. Like, there's been a couple examples I can't talk about, but like where I dropped everything and I was like, "All right, I'll figure all the other stuff," but like right now, I need to do this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's case by case, but I'm finding that it's a it's like everything. You it's not how many, it's like how deep they go. Right. You know, we've talked about this. Like, there's. There's a lot of investment in friends I have that, like, I'm fortunate that we've gone this far together. And the the dynamic changes just because everyone's mm-hmm. life changes. But to know that if you call them and you need them, they show up. Like, right. that's, that's what a, a friend feeling. is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In
1: the simplest form. Um. And I think, you know, when you were talking about listening, and, and I we, we have to put the word empathy in here. And I think um, as men, right, us, we struggle with empathy more than women do i feel what you're saying um right (laughs) here i understand what you're saying i understand i hear you uh but empathy is big because you know friends lean on friends but as men sometimes like when you gave that example of like hey you know are you okay if you have only friends that when they ask you that your reply back is like yeah i'm good that's probably not the deepest relationship so the meaningful relationships are the ones that you're able to articulate to them without feeling judged like you two. And I'm not just saying this because, you know, th- this is uh, a recorded watch your mouth. format, but you have been instrumental in some personal things that have been going on in my life because I've shared it with you. Right, you guys have. um, You're not the most empathetic men, but you know, you guys have empathy. (laughs) I'm working on it. They're looking at each other. That's why we have a show. But, but I am able to, when you guys ask me that question, give truthful response as to what really is going on in my life. But that's not everybody, you know. And 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 you try to pinpoint what it is on certain relationships that make you feel comfortable, because then there's other relationships when you know I would want to be empathetic. But it's like I guess I don't care enough, I you know, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but like I, you get what well I'm the,
0: the the Stoics, uh, while I'm on this, believe that you it's okay not to have an opinion, just to listen, just to listen, you know, not to opinion one way or the other. Like you could not care about it's okay. But then what happens when you get asked like, what's your thought on that? <laughs> I really don't know. I have you know, no, it's a, it, no like honestly, Stoic? it's something I'm not familiar with. Like I don't really know what you're going through, so like. Obviously I'm here if you want to talk, but I right. it's tough. I don't know. Um, that's a good one too. Even with uh with death, you know, I, I think it happens
1: a lot because I was struggling with, you know, really what do I say to my cousins in this moment because I haven't lost my dad. Yeah. I don't really know what it's like. Yeah. And all I could really provide them was, you know, I am so sorry that you're going through this. I I don't I can't relate to it. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't even I can't really imagine, but you want to be careful of what you say, because you know, you can say some things that ultimately hurt their feelings even more, like, "Oh my God, I don't know what I would do if I would lose my dad. Like that's probably not the best thing to be saying to somebody that just lost their dad. Yeah. Uh, but it's finding that like that peace, and sometimes that's a good example of what you just
0: said, though. I had no idea how to, yeah. how to really respond to it. But yeah. then I got through it okay, but you know yeah, the magic of good friends is they know your intent. Like if they know you as a person, mm-hmm. you could say something wrong but they know where it's coming from. You know what I mean? Yes. Like when there's a backstory, when you watch a sequel of a movie, which you've never done, you know some of the history of the character. So you could be like, oh, you know, sounds bad, Mm -hmm. but there it's coming from a place of like, they don't know what the F's going on. Yep. You know? Yes. Um, When I look back or I think about the most meaningful
1: relationships in, in my life currently, there's one thing that I think stands out that is extremely rare to find. And it's a level of confidentiality. Okay. Right. Like think about how many people in your life you can honestly tell something to, and they're going to keep their word. Mm -hmm. They're not going to tell their spouse. They're not going to tell their brother. They're genuinely going to take what you say and keep it to themselves. Yeah. I myself am guilty of this sometimes. I got loose lips. I, I don't know. You know, the mob, the mob is out to get me sometimes. I got loose <laughs> sometimes lips. I'm a little loose. Give <laughs> me the name. Sometimes of it's <laughs> exciting news, but like if you give me exciting news, don't tell me about a surprise <laughs> or something like that because I'm I'm bad with that type of stuff. So that's a different example. <laughs> uh, but it's the name of the show. Yeah, loose lips. But yeah, don't have loose lips. You know, some guys will come after you in suits, and they might they Rebrand might get you. You know, there's a saying what loose lips sink ships yes but no no think about that right like when i'm thinking about this topic i'm like you know what is it that really keeps certain relationships so good in my life and and honestly mike is is a very good example of this right here because i've shared things with you that i haven't shared with anyone else yeah you've seen things that no one else has really seen and it doesn't go anywhere like you're very good with that
0: I appreciate that. You know, now everyone's gonna be like, Mike, "Yeah, <laughs> Mike, I'm what part do you of the know? mob." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now you just made targets for me. <laughs> right. Thank you, Dave. Right? Uh, but yeah, isn't that that's a pretty good one, right? Yeah, I must say so myself. No, I, yeah, I think the trust—that's like the big trust thing. It's like you trust them with whatever you want to talk about, mm-hmm. good or bad, and it is what it is. Not be judged on it. But see, like, I trust, I trust my brother, but like. I think he's going to tell Danielle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's it, a different dynamic cuz that's like a family uh, tight knit. Can I scenario. tell you
1: when him and Gianna were getting engaged? Uh, I can't engaged, believe you're at this. Every thing. time that I saw Gianna, I wanted her to be like, "Congratulations. You're getting married." congratulations you have a fiance yeah, yeah it's hard but it's very hard man i don't do well with oh. that stuff like
0: <laughs> don't tell me nothing yeah like <laughs> what? there was an example but i can't remember uh, dana maybe like a surprise party for dana and i was just like dana who do you want to invite because i can't do this like i lost my shit yeah yeah um yeah the the it's fun to how do i put this when you add new relationships it shouldn't come at the cost of old ones that you want to keep that's something i've been very conscious of. i'm like if i want to keep my current relationships with a lot of people that i value both professionally and personally, like you can't just discard the old ones, you know? like there's some level of loyalty that comes with a relationship, especially if the person's putting forth an effort mm-hmm. and you still find some joy in it, you know? Yes. cuz i think a lot of times people get and I uh, you know, I'm guilty of some sure. But like you get the the new shiny relationship and then the next the other one that like has been there forever is like, oh, you know, I'll get to them. You know, the priorities shift. Yep. Um, but with anything, it's like life, it goes through seasons, things change, you get closer to people, you get farther apart. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it comes back together is the, the very satisfying, fulfilling thing that people get a lot of joy out of. Because yep. you have the memories, which is a big thing, you have the the empathy and the the, the understanding and trust. And then you have kind of like the the, the um, companionship that everyone needs. A comedian said one of the funniest things I've ever heard. He said, if you want to find out who your real friends are, ask them from a, for a ride, either to or from the airport. And he's like, very quickly, you're going to figure out who actually likes you. That's a good one because that, that's like the most convenient, I mean, the most inconvenient, inconvenient thing
1: yeah, yeah. to ever ask somebody.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, who would I give a ride to the airport? But and I It's honestly, pretty good. But the first thing I would ask is what time? <laughs> I, honestly, because it depends how good of a friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> and
1: like, why can't you just pay for an Uber? I don't so know. So you, you're not you good friends I anymore? Mean? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is a tough one. Well, I guess now it's different because you have Uber. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have this on my notes with a question mark. I want to know how you feel about it. Oh, scheduling check ins. I think for me in business, Mikey Organic over here. Well, that's why I kind of brought it up. No, you should. Um, you should. So for me in business, I, it's mandatory, right? Like I have to do that because there'll be too much time that goes by that I might be pulled in other directions. So if I don't schedule it, I'm missing out on you know really catching up with somebody for the month. Yes. Um. But now, also, even in my personal relationships, the most meaningful ones that I have in my life, you know, some level of time goes by, and I feel like we always make it a point—the people that I'm I'm referring to—to schedule something. Mm -hmm. You know, we're very fortunate that we have this even as a business thing because it's kind of scheduled. Then we get to you know catch up and we'll have conversations off air and stuff. But I do think the most meaningful relationships in my life, at some point, there's a level of check
0: in that kind of gets scheduled but you can't be too like mm, I don't, yeah about it right I but know. i think you're right i think if i had something that i knew was like the guy's night a certain once a month like i that think it's l- quick though what dana's not allowing that once a month you think no she will because yeah. i let her go so oh, it's like, like oh so we're in yeah the only problem is schedule you got to right put it on the schedule and you got to like stick to it you know where you got i don't know if cv's
1: into this one but the I know cigar you and to, you want to go to jamie's yes jane but you got to wear mink I
0: can't. I don't yeah, have wear mink. the mink. I can't this is wear a. Mink. So this is I'm out. a I'm This out. is a
1: unintentional plug. You here, can't wear a mink. But Jamie, well, absolutely, you can wear. You're yeah. wearing a mink. Uh, yeah, I'll wear a mink. Let um, me get murdered. Jamie's Jamie's Steakhouse in um, New Jersey. I thought. I know, but I don't know which part of New Jersey. But in New what Jersey, say New Jersey. It is a place that you can literally put smoke in the air with a cigar, have <laughs> so a nice good. steak or lamb chop, have a little McAllen- No, lamb chops for fifty bucks. Okay. But there was like nine of them. Is it B Y O C Bring uh, your own cigar. Bring your own cigar, you can. Nice. Or you could buy there. Okay. But what there's do you very few what bring bring a high level cigar okay. instead of buying. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Um instead of what was I just Oh no no, no. But it, there's very few places that you can actually do this, you okay. know, in the New York area. So we got to go. We'll schedule it.
0: So, see you down? You're in? I'm trying to Ooh. make my life a little more interesting in that sense, like that's a great that like rather than just go to Bartaco was a lot of fun though that was good but like go to like a diner and like like this is a memory right it's a memory um
1: and I'll wear the mink so you can like, I really I don't know if I can <laughs>
0: go with take that. take me seriously uh, but yeah scheduling the check-ins on the professional side is a mandatory yes and you need to do because everyone's got different stuff going on I'm finding that the personal one might be even more important like you're saying
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I'm bad like, yes me and you're my mandatory. brother. Cause he's in Boston. I'm here. Both have two kids. Both are losing our minds. Hard to check I in. I haven't seen Frank in years. Exactly. <laughs> it's hard. It's crazy. Um. It's even hard for me to check in with like my grandparents, yes, which I used course. to be so good. You know, I used to call easier. And then you get that guilt. Whereas, at least if, even if you call and they're not around, you're like, I made the effort. Okay. Right. Right.
1: Um, no, man. Listen, I want to keep uh, today nice and tight, but hopefully we discuss some things that you know i don't think anything you're hearing for the first time that's not what this is intended to be but it is meant to dive a little bit deeper in terms of just like respect one another you know listen to each other and build trust but i think all these things kind of play into that right
0: so to put a bow on it i'm at a point in my career where there's a lot of people and i'm sure you guys are at this that want to create a a business relationship and like a mutually beneficial synergistic two-way street but you have to really be thoughtful on how you do it and who you do it with, because you only have so much uh, effort to give people. Yes. So, like, I'm not saying there's a limit, but there's only a certain amount that you can really contribute to. Mm. That's very good, but that's hard, and I think you have to kind
1: of get to the because le- if you would have asked. I'm speaking for you, but if I believe, me, I believe, if you were to ask us this five years ago, you'd be like, "Shit, I wish people would be at my front door asking me for business." You know, and now you get to a level that you're like, "All right, I have to be a little bit, you know, a little bit more selective." And you know, people have, Mike says this all the time, all the time, and it is true. But people have their own agendas on, you know, any level, Um, so you have to be careful who you definitely get close to. And business is a, is a very funny thing, and um, uh,
0: and. Two agendas that are different are fine as mm. long as they're they're the intense there and it's yes. there's a respect and, you know, yes. you want, there's not one person trying to suck one person dry. Yeah. You know, but uh-huh. I feel like that's a feel thing now. I don't know if you feel that way. Like I could feel in a meeting, like if I'm going to do business with this person long term mm-hmm. and I could feel when it's. Yes. Shaky. Oh, absolutely.
1: But then sometimes it's hard because then you have uh, I've heard this term before. That's uh, somebody said dumb loyalty. Right. And sometimes sometimes you you are loyal to a fault and you just say yes to things that you really don't want to say yes to. But that's also a learning opportunity for you, because, you know, how many times are you going to put yourself in that same situation? I've been guilty of that, too, in in the past. Um, And then there's one final thing, you know, in all my most meaningful relationships. um, And this one is big. They all shop. At At no, shop. no, sh- no, <laughs> um, no but uh, honestly in terms of the uh, the no snoo shop.com there's been a couple orders coming in. You know, I know it's cold outside, but the shorts have been flowing. I don't know. You think it's me modeling it in the gym? I think it is. You do? Yeah. I didn't want to say it. Really? But I'm not pushing shorts. You don't think it's you?
0: I'm not pushing shorts. I'm freezing in my basement. I thought you were just covering your legs up. (laughs) Well, that too. No calves. More calves in 2023. I missed my squats. That is true.
1: You don't really fit in with CV and I. CV has luscious calves. He's got big calves. Right? Uh,
0: You know, I kind of like to play up, if you will. (laughs) Like, you know, I play up to my competition. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting there, though. I feel them. I feel there it is. It, it, there's one tapping in. Oh, there's a second. <laughs> um, no
1: man, good good stuff. Um, so this will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's dime of the week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. dimes. Not gonna lie, the dimes continue to fall and, and This one is a little long. Oh God. My apologies. Mike looks at his watch. No, I got a call. Dave's I sermon call. begins now. A nice person is a yes person. Whereas a good person is someone who accepts their responsibility in things, moves forward, tries to constantly evolve, has the ability to respectfully challenge someone, and remain truthful. This is something that I was having a conversation with somebody, um, and this is not the direct quote of it, but to have really meaningful relationships, it comes down to being a good person. You know, and if you can look in your circle and the majority of your people are good people with great intent, because I do have a lot of yes people in my circle as well, Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of, yes, mm -hmm. there are a lot of great people around me and to have these meaningful relationships, if you're both good people at the end of the day, that's really all that matters
0: because not a lot matters. Right, because no one really cares, according to Michael Pirelli. Right, it's the way to go. No <laughs> expectations. Yeah, man. Oh, that's a big thing too. Don't expect a lot, because different phases of life. Right, certain points people can't give much. Yep. But at certain points they're gonna give, and you to be like, "That's why we're good friends." That's beautiful. And Dave <laughs> has not given me a mink yet, so let's go. <laughs> I love it. No, if you ever gift me one, just know you're not eBay. <laughs> yeah, you're selling it. That's foul, man. It's I mean uh, it's true. What do I? What, if I walked around a mink, Dave, what would happen to me? What would become listen, of me? Put the camera on Someone me. Someone would knock me out and take it.
1: MPGRE Mink oh. Pirelli Greenwich Real Estate. Yeah, there we you know go. That'd mean, be I a did. good nickname. Mink. It's, it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Good. The big mink. Um, listen, guys, we thank you for tuning in. As um, always, um, 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 until next time,
0: stop, stop snoozing. snoozing. That was your line. Nah, you I fucked want me to it do up. It up. Stop snoozing. You keep stop. Get up. Stop. Get after it. Call a friend. <laughs> Like in uh, Millionaire <laughs> or whatever the show is. Good. Let's go get that snake a change. Oh, I <laughs> That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on.